listening to Around Comics. You are listening to Around Comics, episode 433, Trade Talk, Shulk, the She-Hulk. What's happening, fellas? Trademark, She-Hulk, She-Hulk, She-Hulk. trademark. Trademark She-Hulk? No, trademark. I, Marvel would never get into that kind of trouble with their, with their trademark. Oh, uh, what do we do here? We got Tom, double Tom, double time Tom. Tom spry and excited, ready to go. Hi, everyone. Hi. I like that fuck fat, Tom. Thanks. How do I end up with two fucking Milwaukee, Wisconsin people on my podcast? How did that happen? It's the good land. Well, I'm in. Do I need to change my Bucks hat? Or from the NL Central leading St. Louis Cardinals hat? I wouldn't dare cover up this beautiful head of hair with a hat. (laughs) Yeah. Your team's terrible. (laughs) What team? I root for no man. Hi, everyone. I root for no man but myself. I root for no team. (laughs) Hi. Hi, everyone. Hey. What's What's up? up? This is going to be the most she-hulkest episode ever. Did your microphone, did you disconnect your microphone or something? Because you sound like your microphone is in a closet. Is it? Hold on. I mean, you've only been podcasting for 20 years. Maybe you'd have to figure out one of these fucking days. Oh, yeah. There. That that should help. There you go, dummy. Yeah. 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 I mean, since 2006. Is that better? Better. Much better. Because I'm using the like the microphone and not like the laptop microphone. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. You know, like <laughs> yeah. I noticed it last week in the episode and I didn't no say shit. anything. Oh, yeah. that's, that's awful. I'm After sorry. your your camera kind of died and then you came back. Yeah, that was odd. Well, that's because Tom was gone. Welcome to a late night episode of Around Comics. It's a little later yeah. than usual. We're, we're starting later and later. Yeah. At some point, it's just going to be Fridays. Midnight, we're going to Friday mornings. You get the, you get those Rugrats to bed, Tom. Yep, everyone's asleep. Everyone's nice. everyone's asleep. I I literally fucking, fucking we little, Greg, Greg Porter is here. We were a little late to the late start because of me because I I forgot we were doing a podcast. <laughs> was, I almost I did. Completely I was like, forgot. I was doing all this stuff with the uh, like in my kids ready, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I gotta." Are you like I didn't accidentally fall asleep? Because sometimes was, that happens, you know. Like I'll be laying down with my daughter, like reading a book, and I'll like doze off for like 25 minutes and be like ah oh, it's like 9 30 i uh i was watching the patient on hulu yeah how is it uh it's pretty good it's pretty good it uh steve steve carell in a, in a dramatic role um uh, okay he basically uh, okay. is a psychiatrist who um gets kidnapped by a serial killer because the serial killer wants him to fix him um and okay. yeah, it's pretty good so far. Nice. I was uh, I was uh, watching uh, baseball and uh, drinking. Baseball and drinking. Jim. I was watching uh, Thursday night football with my son, and he was watching um, the Dude Perfect feed. 
because the Amazon Prime, there's like multiple feeds, right? So you have like your traditional announcer, <laughs> you have your Spanish language announcers, then you have the dude perfect one. What is that? Like they're watching the game, but they're also doing like things in between and they're like like betting with each other on like things that are gonna happen and sometimes a loser gets put into a dunk tank. Wait, wait, wait. And it's just, like, <laughs> I wanna fucking watch. Back up. What is dude perfect? I don't even know what that is. Uh, they're like it's like this YouTube show where like they do like trick shots and like uh. you know, like it's one they've been around for a long time. But my son was super pumped. Been around since it's like, uh, yeah, 2014. Yeah, he doesn't want to listen to Al Michaels. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, it's like put on Dude Perfect. Uh, like That's he doesn't fun. like. Yeah, it's I. I thought it was great. I was like, oh, this is, you know, like we. He loves when uh, Nickelodeon does the NFL playoff games. They'll do like one game a year, like the Nickelodeon version, where they have like. SpongeBob in the like uprights, and they'll have like, <laughs> and it's fun. I think it's great. I'm like, this is better than I'll be honest. Like the announcers for adults, because like the announcers aren't trying to like um, create narratives that don't exist. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, like, it's just the announcers are like talking about things, the strategy of the game, and like. Things like that, instead of like all the weird stuff adults want to hear announcers like talk mm-hmm. about. And uh, do we uh, do um, we want to hear? They, I think it's just I don't. But studios seem to think that that's what they want us to. You know, like we want to hear. It's like I I have more fun whenever like I and I've always been this way too. Of like they'd have some celebrity or like put. Like, put a comedian in the fucking booth. I would rather listen to a comedian. Oh, fuck. They did that with Dennis Miller, dude. It was bad. No, a funny A real comedian. comedian. <laughs> he was a real fucking comedian. No, he wasn't. When yes, was Dennis was. Miller ever a real comedian? Like, 30. Like, he was already, like, washed up by then. Uh, anyway, have you ever watched... How about a funny comedian? Announcing? I, ever, I like, agree. Um, I agree. But they did that. They did that. They the did with Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr did a, a a Boston Red Sox game. It was fucking phenomenal. Oh, I Bill Burr's hilarious. I, you know, dude, he did. Uh, he did uh, the uh, uh, the dice tournament for the uh, uh, the projects. It's one of my favorite Chappelle skits. The dice tournament. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's where you kind of. He was. He was one of the commentators for the dice. You know what the hell you were talking about? I'm like dice project. Is this but, a D and D? Was he doing a D and D tournament? What no, but he, no, he did, he did that Chappelle show, right? Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the white. Have you guy. ever watched yeah, like the, great uh, the uh, Manning cast version of like Monday Night Football, where it's Peyton Manning and Eli Manning like talking during the I game? Have, I have. I'm not. so done with the Mannings. Then the announcers. It's better. Yeah. It's like because it's like I whatever we can we're now having announcing we're, we're having announcer talk but it's just like I don't know like mostly it's why like, would anyone want to listen to three guys talk about something I don't some, understand yeah. <laughs> it just got boring. hey hey we have a comic to talk about let's jump into this because we got tons of stuff to cover this is trade talks tons of give stuff? me this thing tons of stuff give me the give me the stinger. Six issues. Wasn't time. Give me the stinger. Tons of stuff. This is our journey.
it's all She-Hulk all the time this week, and maybe some NFL talk or something. But we're talking about uh, She-Hulk, Volume 1, Law and Disorder by uh, Charles Soule and Javier Polito and Ron Wembley. This is the first six issues of a She-Hulk volume. Shulk. Well, a Shulk. Hulk. What year did this come out? What else? Uh, what, any idea? 2014, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, yeah, you really did like your that. research for this for this episode, huh? I got it. it says 2020 Marvel, but I, that's when the trade was put together. So yeah, let me see stuff here. It can, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. She Hulk. Uh, 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 disorder. Uh, uh. There's no way to find it. There's no know. way to find this information. No. It's not true. Yeah, 2014-2015 is where you Yeah, I was right. My gut feeling was correct. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We're if you if you search currently on Google for She-Hulk Volume One: Law and Disorder, we our live feed on YouTube is the sixth thing that comes up. <laughs> 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 there That's you go awesome. look at that um so leading up to this just so people know leading up to this we had gone from grant morrison's relaunch of the x universe with new x-men and then we did all-star superman which is i think we would agree one of the great modern comic book works a modern classic. It was seriously, a modern classics. One of the great modern works. And so then the 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 pick came to me. And so it's like, okay, do I pick like Watchmen or DKR, or do yeah. we do something a little bit more topical, right? Um, and we've had so we picked had, a book from 2014. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, we're old, Tom. We're old. We're old. You'll get used to 2014. Is like last year, right? You know, the mm-hmm. 90s were like 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But so we we've had we've had Charles uh, Soul and and Ryan Swale. is that I pronounce so, it Soleil and, uh, and Ryan Brownie on whenever we were uh, uh, what what was the series uh, before uh, Eight Billion Genies uh, that they were doing uh, curse words sure <laughs> yes <laughs> so but we've talked about Charles Soul's work. With uh, uh, Darth Vader and uh, like Letter Forty Four, the guy has kind of put together a pretty nice, uh, uh, you know, resume of comic book work. I think it's interesting. Attaché, the, the attaché of comic book work. Um, so wait, so he's doing he. So his a little bit of backstory. His uh, uh, before he was comic book writer, uh, he's a lawyer. So this makes mm. a lot of sense to do a lawyer comic book. And it's not like that's weird because we've had lawyer superheroes for a long time. Um, a la Matt Murdock, uh, Walters, you know, extraordinaire. Uh, so he's writing this. So we, yeah, we have this kind of weird superhero lawyer book, which I don't think it's a template for what's going on with the Marvel series, but it's certainly the the seeds for it. Um, but first off, did you guys like the like the first collection, the first volume? 
Um, I didn't dislike it. I didn't love <laughs> it. Uh, I didn't love it. It's it. It's a lot of talky, talky, talky. Um, yeah. It, it's a lot of reading people talking to one another, and and you know, it's a he is a lawyer, she is a lawyer. Um, and in this this series, this six issues is much more about um you know she hulk as a lawyer than as a superhero she's not really mm-hmm. fighting crime she's not part of the fantastic four or the avengers or the defenders or any of those groups she's just uh, trying to make it man she's, she's just trying, trying to make it and, and i think that's where the show kind of you know takes some inspiration from that of just mm-hmm. the idea of like you know she's just she's just trying to be Jen, jennifer walter I'm, I'm, I'm jen walter's first and she hulk second yeah, and uh, but but it was a lot of talking. It was a lot. I mean, it was just it wasn't nearly. It was it was fun to some degree. I I mm-hmm. um I did like I said I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it. It was it was a couple of things in it that that would probably um you know certainly not make it my favorite She Hulk trade ever. Uh, but you know the 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 art was one thing that I didn't love not that it was bad it just for me personally i wasn't crazy about it specifically character designs i was i wasn't really crazy about some of the character designs that's Um, a weird that's a weird thing because like you know like polito i didn't like his character designs but i fucking love his page layouts yeah i don't i mean i think he's a terrific writer um i think he does i mean is that fair i don't like necessarily the character design but the page layout yeah i mean the character designs and and it's a it's a mono lines sort of line work you know it's like it's all one line weight you know every Mm -hmm. everything which is a Mm -hmm. style sort of um which gives it a a a look of um to some degree i I wouldn't say amateurish but it 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 almost looks like it it looks like it's made on it's an indie look Right, it's an mm, indie I don't look. know if it's an indie look, but it, yeah, kind of. I guess so, an indie yeah. look. But it, it like it looks like it's made on a computer. You know what I mean? It mm. looks like it's made in Illustrator almost, yeah. As opposed to like hand drawn because it's. it's like, I love everything except for his She Hulk. That yeah, well, right? I, yeah, I did. I didn't mind the She Hulk so much as much as I I like, um, because I think it gives her a certain degree of. Uh, of normalcy, you know what I mean? Like, she's the seven foot tall green creature walking yeah. around, and like, if you draw her as she's typically been drawn as this sort of bodybuilder, female bodybuilder, yeah. bombshell, you, there's no getting away from the fact that she's a Hulk. Whereas, I think in it, this- it becomes like the joke in every like scene, yeah, yeah, the joke or not, it's like you can't even have her like sitting at a desk, right? Or like, you know, you like anything that would just be like a setting yeah normal you know like where i think his style of her uh it didn't but that didn't bother it was actually like other stuff that i was more familiar with like like tony stark's robots like why do they not look like anything tony stark has ever designed ever (laughs) or like the doom bots bots. look like doom bots so it was that kind of stuff that was just like eh, i wasn't crazy about it like i said I don't think he's. I, I think he's. He's obviously a very talented artist, and I, I like. Oh, sure. I, I like his yeah. stuff in a lot of ways, um, but it. What I wasn't crazy about it necessarily for this particular book. I don't know. It just didn't. 
I think it was the combination of his work and then the the style that you know Soul was writing in, which was kind of funny, but it wasn't like gag, like you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like full of a bunch of gags. It wasn't like a whole bunch of hilarious moments. Um Except for the uh, Doom saying, do not destroy the giant Doom. <laughs> She's like, I yeah. feel like destroy. <laughs> do not do not wreck the giant Doom. <laughs> do not wreck my giant room. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I, I, there were things in it I certainly like. Mm-hmm. And there were things in it that I, I saw myself going, well, I hope they do that in the TV show. Yeah, I hope right? they bring, like I hope they yeah. bring Hellcat into the TV show. Yeah, because Ben Walker's like, out there in the MCU, right? Right. It's like they should bring her into the show at some point. Yeah, and, for sure. And that relationship, I think, I like. Um, the Patsy Walker stuff is great in this series. I really enjoyed that part. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, I liked it. I, I just didn't love it. Um, you know what? And it's okay. That's kind of almost yeah. why I picked this. It's like, no. this is kind of just a nice ongoing series that think- doesn't have to be like overwhelming. It's just, it's fun. It I think well I would have liked it more single issues. Like yeah. mixed in with other things that I mm-hmm. was reading, you know, like I could see like the talkiness and like the art not because I, I had similar feelings at times. I was kind of, I felt like reading them one after another probably actually wasn't great for like the the style of it because it was a lot of talking. And it right. Was sort of like ah, oh, like okay, there's more. Here's, of this. here's right. more giant. A lot of oh, there's a lot more of balloons talking. on this double page. A lot of room. And at times, like I found it hard to sort of like I don't know. I, I found the the way She Hulk was sort of. Um, artistically displayed, it was like hard at times to kind of grasp. Like the thing you were talking about, where it's like she, you can't have her be like seven feet tall and ripped and behind the desk and not have that be the joke, you know, of every yeah. scene. So you kind of need to find a way to like have her exist, like in the world, so like she can be a lawyer, right? Like because you'd need to believe that she's a lawyer, but. And the other hand, it made it weird at times when it was like, well, what, wait, is she like b- bigger now that she's hulking out? You know, like it was like. There were times the, where she was gigantic and yeah, and ripped. And it was like kind of hard to f- like understand what was happening a little bit. Like it was sort of like, oh, okay, that's her. You know, like that friend, like it's real subtle stuff like that, that at mm-hmm. times it was sort of like, uh, okay. Whereas I think if I had read this like mixed in with a bunch of other stuff, like one at a time, I probably would have been like, Oh yeah, she Hulk. And that like mm-hmm. wordiness probably wouldn't have bothered me. It probably might've actually felt like, Oh, like this book feels like different from all the other books I'm reading as opposed to like, Oh my God, there's a lot of talking. There's more talking. <laughs> it, it felt kind of like, like a Allred book to some degree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there was, yeah. Some just like weird for weirdness sake. Yeah, like her secretary, like the whole like her weird. I kind of love the secretary, but but weird for weirdness' sake. Like there was yeah. never a payoff. Maybe later on in the series, it's working. Was, I think it's working towards that. Mm. But it's like you introduced yeah. a, a weird, an odd secretary with a monkey, and then it's just sort of there. And, and then and the monkey like breathes life back into her after she is fucking plugged in the head. 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I did like the Doctor the Doctor Doom Sun story as like an that was idea, an awesome and that was probably my favorite part of these six issues because I don't know, like it kind of got to what I thought was like a, a sort of a compelling way of thinking about like because it gave like an extra wrinkle to being the lawyer part of it, right? Is like her her duty is to like go as far as she can for her client. Right. And like, there's the part scene where, you know, the stuff where she's talking to daredevil as well, you know, who talks about, well, in the case where people like us going as far as we can goes a lot farther than most people do. Right. And I kind of thought that was like for an issue where also is like some good doom moments. There's also like a surprising amount of depth to like thinking about like, uh, Doom's son and like his desire to like have his own free will and She-Hulk you can obviously see that she you know has an affinity for that she understands that feeling and like she understands someone's desire to like prove and show that they can like be their own person and I was like oh that's kind of like a cool little amount of depth to what is kind of you know uh, a funny Doctor Doom story, right? right. Anytime you mm-hmm. can break out sure. Doom bots and Doom just sort of being like, uh, <laughs> you know, like the honorable villain, you know, where he's like, you you have brought up good points, you know. <laughs> it's like I will, I I will let you leave. I will let you leave. Let Barry on your own, you know, on your own free will, yeah. you know, like that sort of playful Doom, still having that depth to the story as well. Doom. Doom. Yeah, the Doombots, they didn't look like Doombots. So that bothered me more than a, the... Right? The that was, right? I was like... I don't know why. It was just like, those should look like Doombots. Yeah. Why are you not drawing Doombots? We know what Doombots. You know what Doombots. Yeah. I know. Nerds. Right? so dirty. Nerds. The Doombot one bothered me because that's like always been the thing about the Doombots. You know, it's just like... Why are they called Doombots if they don't look like Doom? What's the fucking yeah, point? Or, I did also love the scene. Bots. He's like, "Ah, oh, this is happening again." Of course, it's a Doombot. Like my first three girlfriends yeah. were Doombots. <laughs> <laughs> that, was yeah. funny. that was funny. That was good. Yeah, those those story. That story was really like my favorite out of the collection. Yeah, was yeah the, that was the, that was Doom. definitely the the center cut of the you know the the beef tender one. Yeah, the, the little three issues there it was it was pretty mm-hmm. funny. But yeah, like my. First teacher, my best my f- best friend when I was a kid, my first three girlfriends, my first pet. They were Doom all Doombots. Oh, oh. I really should have seen this coming. <laughs> oh, they missed that. Should have known. Yeah. Oh, Should have known. I enjoy. I enjoyed it. I mean, it was. It was. It was. I saw the art switch. Comic. The art From switch was weird. Was intense. I can't think of too many. <laughs> like that was an intense like. That's a like, that's a that's a this is not a a flagship comic art switch, yeah. right? Yeah, it was like, oh yeah. my gosh, like what's going on? What's, what's going think, on? Who is this? Who is that? What do you here? think? How do you like Wembley's art? It's, oh. I mean, it's unique. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. I didn't love it in this story. Yeah, it was. It was off. I, I didn't dislike it as much by the end of that story, but it was still like okay. The art is at the front 
of this. It was definitely very forward presenting, right? And it was, and I mean, it was very like, um, I don't know, it was just hard because I also feel like the stories he did also like, you know, with the scene with like the shocker and Mm -hmm. like you're having, essentially you're having the same sort of like quiet, funny moments happening and that art style like for me it doesn't work with those type of like moments yeah it just like doesn't land right like i I have a hard time with like really kinetic sort of art like that sometimes it's just you know i don't feel like it serves the story real well and i have and, and it may just be me i have a difficult time you know i i like i like storytelling i like artists to tell the story. There's not much subtlety to it, right? Yeah, it's just kind of everything's yeah. like rah, you know, rah! Sort of screaming at you. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I you know, it's not it's just a personal taste kind of thing, you know. I, I just yeah. don't I don't love that style of art necessarily. I have the same like um what's his name? Um Kennedy? Oh, no, uh, it's not awesome. he's not he's not the style's much different than this. Yeah. Um, not Ramon Perez. Uh, oh, it doesn't matter. But it, I mean, he's a you know like a a, a beloved artist, and it's just I, I've always found his style difficult to read the story. Because, oh, um, you know, like, I know you're talking about just, Umberto Ramos. Yeah, Umberto Ramos. Umberto Ramos. People yes. fucking fawn over Umberto Ramos, and there's he's no awesome. question. He's, He's a phenomenally awesome. talented artist. I just don't like yeah. reading stories that he draws because I can't yeah. follow the fucking stories. Yeah. You're like, I don't know what's anything. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me personally, I'd rather just have, you know, I don't need it to be like real flashy necessarily. I'd rather be clean and, and, and serve the story better than mm-hmm. necessarily like some sort of, you know, really kinetic, energetic. Um, yeah. I mean, that's basically, you know, and that's the thing. It's like you're a storyteller, right? Well, you're supposed to be. Yeah. It's not, yeah. you're not pinups. Like this yeah. isn't, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're a storyteller. Like you're. Art, artists talk about that all the time. It's like, yeah, writers write the script, but we are also storytellers. It's like, yeah. okay, if you're going to say you're storytellers, then you got to tell a story. Tell the story, god damn it. I mean, I will say that while and the one part where the art I thought did kind of work was the uh Tigra Patsy Walker like fight was actually kind of Yeah, that was a good scene. That was like like his style then kind of led to like, oh yeah, she's like a vicious cat like attacking, like that kinetic style then kind of was like, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I guess it's hard like it. You know, it's a, it's a it's a difficult thing. Like if you you know, like if you if that is your style, then how do you sort of then change that for quieter moments? Like you were saying, you know, it's yeah. like you're, if you if your writers if the writers writing, you know, it's great if you're like everything's an action scene. But if the writers mm-hmm. writing these quieter moments, then how do you take that style and sort of back it off? You know what I mean? Like, is there? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like artists that have that are good at that of like. They can draw really big, bold, electric kind of moments, but then they can back it off and also do. I mean, it's not an easy thing. You know what I mean? Like, it's. it's I would say the original artist of She Hulk was pretty good at that. John, the original artist of She Hulk, yeah, John Buscema. Buscema, yeah, yeah, but I don't know if that his stuff. I mean, obviously, John Buscema 
legendary, but I don't know that his stuff was ever that kinetic. Uh, there's some Avengers yeah. stuff that's pretty awesome. I'm not saying it's not awesome, but there's a difference yeah. between awesome and and like yeah, yeah, explosive. You know, I mean, you know. people would say that about Kirby, right? That Kirby, you know, that's why Kirby was Kirby is that he would really push things to <clears> the <throat> to the forefront and be you know breaking breaking you know boundaries and being really kinetic. Um, that was what made him different than yeah yeah that. Yeah, and I, I think he also, I don't know, did he do quiet moments well? I think he did, though. Eh? Kirby yeah, did, he yeah. Did have, he was able to catch Like, at least I can think of, like, when he did, like, galactic or, like, you know, I can I can imagine, like, you know, when he drew a, um, a celestial. Like, yeah. even though it was, like, this massive thing, there was sort of some sort of strange quietness to those scenes, like an eeriness mm -hmm. To the or present. even like Galactus, yeah, as that yeah. Sound, yeah. It's like Galactus doesn't move, yeah. Like he, like right, you know, well, like he's not like ah ah ah, you know, like Galactus has that sort of like ominous, feels like he doesn't move. Yeah, he hasn't moved in a millennia. And we like I, if he does move, it's going to be like a big deal. Yeah, you know, I think we. I mean, we talked to. I mean, this is going way back when we talked to Gene Colan. You know, Colin talked about that, that he kind of drew thinking about the lens of a camera, right? You know, he was moving a camera. Like Colin thought about comics at, like a filmmaker. Vertical. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of those guys did, really. I mean, yeah. but... Uh, you know, they were thinking about moving a camera and becoming more dynamic and kinetic. And that was one of the innovations of like 1960s, 1970s comics is that they were trying to draw comics like movies. But right? I think what you see now is like these guys are using much more like animation style of bending mm -hmm. and twisting. And, you mm. know, if, if they are using a lens, it's like a warped lens. It's like, you know what I mean? And, and they're using this these sort of uh, bizarre physics in their drawings so you're almost looking at it you know through uh, uh you know um what is the uh the type of uh right. what's the type of a, a tilt shift yeah you know and, and so you get that energy from it yeah well I and mean, that's where you like there, there was some stuff from Wembley that's like yeah that's just not that's obviously skewed to a bizarre angle, yeah, bizarre, the like not human way of seeing things. Yeah, and then it's like, how do you how do you back off of that then for like, yeah. you know, this moment of two people talking as opposed to it's hard. Yeah, right? it's difficult. Is I think yeah. I would imagine it's difficult to do. You know, it's like uh, I, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, yeah, and just... it's weird because this is a very this is like. Charles Soule is an attorney, and this is a very talky, talky series. So let's pick an artist who draws really wild, fucking kinetic, extreme angle stuff. Yeah, right. I, it kind yeah. of, yeah, a little weird. A little this weird. Is maybe not the best match, but this is also well, what what twenty fourteen, and uh, She Hulk wasn't on the Marvel docket of TV shows. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. Right? Yeah. She Hulk. 
Um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I, like I said, I mean, I, I liked it. I didn't love yeah. it. You know, I don't know that I would can keep reading um, more issues of this necessarily. Um, but uh, I'm more interested in the uh, the uh, paralegal than uh, just about anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, what's up with I want to know about that fucking monkey, man. Monkey, what's up with the monkey, man? What's up with the monkey? I, I, I the hope Doom monkey. comes back. I hope Doom makes another appearance. <laughs> Just breaking through the roof of the uh, district courthouse, <laughs> right? Yeah. So there you go. Trade talks. talks. Who's got the next pick? Oh, you... uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. Is it me? I, no, Tom, is it me? Tom, no, oh, Tom, man. you picked you picked All Star Superman. Oh no, I picked X Men, and then oh. we just like decided. And then, oh, so it is your pick. Maybe Sal. Maybe. No, it's Tom's pick. Sal you got some Tom? Sal, I got nothing. Sal picked All Star Superman. You know what? You know what, Tom? We can talk about the She Hulk TV show while you come up with your pick. Yeah. While you we think, won't, think we won't. Put you on the spot. A couple of questions before we do that. We had some yes. people in the uh, in the YouTube channel asking some questions here. Uh, mm -hmm. Nick Lindsay asking. Uh, he said the fiance was asking what She Hulk she should start with, and the Peter David She Hulk omnibus isn't the right one. Is this trade paperback good for that to start there? Uh, I mean, it's really not I mean, a bad place to start. No, it's not a bad place. The the art could be a hurdle for folks. Yeah, I don't know what her level of um of uh art appreciation art appreciation, but yeah, yeah. um, I you know I I'm always going to go back to Byrne, you know, John Byrne, of course. Yeah, but I don't know, you know, I haven't read that in a while, so I don't know how that even holds up necessarily um it looks nice well it's john burton of course it does yeah, right. but i don't i don't know how well it, it, it holds up but yeah I, I don't think this would be a terrible place to start no, no. and i think it's certainly if she's a fan of the tv show and and she's looking for something to sort of read and you know connection to that i would say this yeah. is a pretty good pretty good place to start but yeah um yeah uh, he also asked, are your guys at handles good for Twitter and Instagram? Mine is, I don't know about Tom's. Tom, is your yeah. Tom at Tom Caters? And Chris doesn't yeah. have one. Chris isn't on social media anymore. He's he's gone. He's out of here. I, he does interact with people. I don't, I don't care what you think. <laughs> I don't, I don't have to. I don't have the bandwidth. Man. Thanks for thanks I, for helping out the show, Chris. Really I, appreciate appreciate the I, fact that you're willing I'll help to help in all of the other ways. I help out the show by sharing that. it on Twitter. It'd be so difficult for you to share the fucking show links to to your thousands of Twitter. I do followers. on the the occasional Facebook, which I do because I curl still. I'm so um, old. Yeah, I love all you at people. At people, did you uh, did you watch this week's uh, She Hulk? I did. I really like she the TV show. I know it's not I, like I really like it. It's really good. It's really fun, and I love that she is sort of this cringy character who right. also has this alter ego that is this giant goddess superhero that she doesn't you know not sure how she feels about. Yeah, um, but I love that they play it's on really the fact good, right? that. 
Yeah, yeah. Jen Walters is a kind of nerdy. Yeah. You know, not unattractive, but she's not some supermodel. Uh, you know, lawyer, and she just happened yeah. to be turned into a She-Hulk, and and she's kind of dealing with that. And yeah, it's I I, I love and like I am a, I am a huge fan of of Titania as her. I've always liked that character since Secret Wars. I, I've always been a fan. You are such a fool for Bronze Age. I am the villains. Absolutely, but and and the and in the show, she's nothing like the character in the comic books. Mm, mm. But I love what they've done with it with the character right. in the show. I think it's hilarious. Very very time relevant. Very yes, very yeah. topical and 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 yeah. So I don't know. People are people are. I don't know what people are expecting out of a She Hulk TV show. It's like. Do you it's expect really it to be good? Well, it's but, really good. But I don't understand. It's like, do you expect the She-Hulk to be the same as like, you know, uh, Black Falcon, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? You know, do you do, do yes. what, do you, what do you want it to be like? It's about a big green woman who's a lawyer, man. Yeah, and it's funny, and it's like, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Um, and and they have, I mean, one of the most underrated actresses of this decade. I mean. Uh, well, that's not too hyperbolic, but uh... it's very hyperbolic. <laughs> but it's fucking true. I don't know. After what she back. did with with Orphan Black, Tatiana Maslany is so good. Well, she's you're saying so she's under. She's she's you know, she's won Emmy awards. So did she I mean, win an Emmy? Not really for like underappreciated. Did but... she win an Emmy for Orphan, yeah. Orphan Black? Yeah, I think deserve it. She might have won multiple. She's won like good, good. Critics' Choice Awards. Awesome. Yeah, I don't think she's the the like the least appreciated greatest actress on the planet. But she's she she's is good. really good. She's pretty good, and she's funny, yeah. which I didn't know she was funny. Um, yeah. She's actually pretty funny, and yeah, I, you need you need to go back and watch Orphan Black. I think you would really <sighs> like that show. I started it. It was okay. I didn't it's five it. year or five seasons, but it's really good. I don't have all that. I don't have that much time. Yes, you life. do. Yes, you do. Uh, I, I know the this. fucking bullshit you watch. I follow your the Plex bullshit. account. All right, I got something picked. I got it. <laughs> tired of listening to this drunk fool. <laughs> I, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna stick with just uh, picking <laughs> things that I just want to reread that I haven't read in a while. More she hulks so, out. Nope, it's uh, <laughs> League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, Volume oh, One by oh. Alan Moore. Wow! Oh, okay, so I talked you. about it la like okay. last time we got together. It came up, and I was like, you know what? I haven't read I haven't read that in a while. It'd be kind of fun to like. Should I should I read my original issues? Should I read the whatever recaptures the uh, the vibe of it for you? I haven't actually broken up the original issues in a while, but I do have them. Uh, somewhere i'll have, to, I'll have yeah. to hunt them out um cool yeah i haven't read that in a while yeah. either that that'll be fun that's a it's on hoopla a double it is, hoopla. It, is yeah. it is on hoopla well there you it's go it's one of my favorite comics of all time Tom. the league of extraordinary gentlemen volume one watch the movie did i ever tell you guys one. that i contributed to the uh of the jess nevin's um annotated oh yeah yeah i don't know Yes, I don't know if it was in the book. I I think he did a book. I think he online, had, yeah, but online, yeah. yeah, he had. I had contributed to that. There was something he missed. I was so proud of myself. 
because there's something he missed in it that I, and I'll point it out when we do the actual trade talk. Yeah. Yeah. What, what I, what I, uh, I'm so excited. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Well, that's what I do. I think I'm gonna obvious go through. <laughs> so are we going to keep the discussion to volume one though, is the big thing. Well, that's what we're reading. So yeah, yeah we'll read that. If about. we, We'll read, we'll read volume one, and then if the topic of what happens later comes up, I mean, the book... Is I there. have the annotated as well. Congratulations. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to dive in tonight. Oh, my God. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're no, lying. You're lying. Um, yeah. What else? Anything else? I read... Uh, what did I read? I don't know. I read. Um, I'm still reading Crisis on Infinite Universal. What Crisis Dark. on Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths? Is that what it's called? I have no idea what you're talking. It's a about. terrible, terrible title. Um, uh, oh, the one that they changed it to like part way through. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Just uh, like, it was just crisis. Dark Crisis, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they changed it to Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Infinite Earths, yeah. Oh, I had an email. You guys want me to read a, a listener email? Mm. I love listener emails. Let's see if I can find it here. Do, 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 do. Where is it? Ah, it's from Joe. It. I mean, it's from Joe G. So it. You know, God. He, yeah. he, but he said, "Hello, Sal, Chris, and Tom. Just Hi, wanted to just wanted to let you know I ran across a strange thing on my phone. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I have no. a Sam, I have a Samsung Galaxy A20. If I swipe okay. left from the home screen on it. An app comes up called Samsung Free. There's a listen section which has a lot of podcasts available. Your podcasts are accessible on this app. Also, your Patreon content is available on this app. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Maybe I shouldn't have read that out loud on the show. Have you been dying <laughs> to listen to Kaylee Super Sounds yeah, or Tom Versus? There you go. Uh, yeah, just thought you might want to know. I'll have to look into that. I don't know. Um, he also went into uh, the question we had asked a while back. What is your favorite comic story slash arc? And he said, mine is probably the original Captain Marvel slash Warlock slash Thanos saga. This is because I read this Starling. in real time. When it yeah. came out, uh, there was nothing else in mainstream comics like it. Bought them off of spinner racks and flea markets way ahead of its time. Runner up. Kingdom Come and V for Vendetta. Thanks, okay. Joe G. So there you go. All-time nice. favorite comic. Did we ask that question? What is your all-time favorite comic book? I don't uh, know. Maybe. We might what, have... what, well, yeah, I mean, that's interesting. What's your, what's your all-time favorite comic book arc? Sectars one through. <laughs> God damn it. You guys done time. the sectars? Sectars? Have you read it yet? Set a date. I'll read. I'll read the whole thing by then. All right. All right. We'll do it. Sex ties. Sex. Um. Tom needs oh, a sex ties. Oh, he read the wrong ours. book. He was reading a sex. Japanese manga yeah. called Sex Tars. Uh, sex Tars. Sex Stars. I think is what it was a. Sex Stars. You're all terrible. Uh, I don't know what my favorite, I don't even know if I could pick a yeah. favorite all time, but, I, but like just off the top of my head, I would have to say, um, like 
a mainstream kind of comic thing I would be like the Wolverine miniseries is probably one of my oh, all time okay. favorites for sure. Yeah. I, you know, I've read that a bunch and still enjoy it, you know, okay. um, why, why, why the, the Phoenix saga. It's, yeah, it was I too mean, much. It was a I bit mean, of a saga to, for my taste, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you want to go to like things that like influenced you as a kid that have followed through your, entire life he didn't ask all that he just asked what was your favorite he didn't ask yeah yeah, the dark phoenix saga for sure you don't have to justify it just say what what it is dark phoenix (laughs) it's such a complicated uh, complicated answer you know is it like the thing i could read the most or like the thing i enjoyed the most oh like as it's coming (laughs) out it's just like i remember like the peter the peter david hulk Mm-hmm. Era like when Mister Fix It and that whole mm-hmm. thing, and then the leader coming back and all yeah. like that, and the Hulkbusters. I remember fucking loving that when it was coming out. <laughs> yeah, just being like, yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, even more I, than like stuff like Born Again. You know, like Daredevil. Obviously, you know, Born Again in the you know Frank Miller's run on Daredevil, one of my greatest, you know, uh, most favorite arcs. But I mean, I guess for me like in that sort of way like uh probably like parts of the wade run on flash mm. i remember like loving even more when than it was the coming Jones run yeah right really? like just you know like of, of excitement from when i was i'm remembering how much i enjoyed it at the time like you know i'm trying to look up what year you know, years okay. Wade was on it to give like a. I mean, I enjoy. I I loved those. Your love of the Flash. You guys want to go through the top one hundred greatest comic book runs of all time according to CBR.com? How about like the top ten? All right, top ten. Let's do top twenty because there's no fun ones in the top ten. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number twenty. Grant Morrison's New X Men. We just talked. We just talked okay. about that. So, sure, that, you know that's Agree. a great, great run. Agree. Great it's run. good. It's good. Um, number eighteen, Brian K. Vaughn, uh, Why the Last Man? It's not a run. It's it's a it's a limited. It's a finite series. Disqualified. Okay. It's great, uh, but it's not a run. Okay. No one else took. No one else but Ryan but Brian BKV ever wrote that. Series. Fair enough. Fair enough. So wait, wait. What was it? The comic book run? Oh, because they classified yeah. it as like a run. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like no one else okay. is going to write preacher, but Girl okay, Man. okay. My mind. I'm in the right place now. I was looking up yeah. what years the Wade stuff. It was like when I was like 14. And well, I think I there's going to be a handful it. of these that are probably it's fine. Throw them out. We're going to yeah. end up with ten. Okay. Uh, number 17, Jeff Johns Green Lantern. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. It kind of made me enjoy Green Lantern again. I'll go with that. Yeah. Number 16, Keith Giffen and J uh JM D Mateus's Justice League International. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Can't argue Iconic. with that. Cannot argue with Probably that. Probably still Iconic. the funniest. We should do that yeah. as a trade talk one of these days. Yeah. We have to, that's my next trade talk pick. Is gonna be the we'll go, we'll go into it. Yeah, because I always say, you know, that book it was so far ahead of its time. Yeah. yeah, that it would, would still feel that way like 
now. We'll if see. It came out. We'll see. We'll see. I've read it recently. Oh, it, when punch like it holds up. It holds up where it's like, oh yeah, <laughs> this is why this like is. So, I mean, Tom you know. Tom King is farming all of that right now, right? How dare you, human target? How dare you? How dare you? Wait, no, that's he'd admit it. <sighs> Number fifteen, Kirk Busiek and Brent Anderson's Astro City. But that's disqualified to Chris. That's another one. It's like no one else fucking did yeah, it. Yeah, no one else is. Yeah. But why does it? Okay. I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you on that point. But what? why is that any more impressive that someone else so did what it was the, what was the Brian, what was the Brian Brandis Run one? It's like, it's like the Savage but, Dragon. But no, listen, like, think about what you're saying, though. A run of comics is, you know, like, in succession, in you know, conse- yeah. consecutive order, an artist and a writer working together doing a run. So, Kurt Busiek and Brent Anderson did 10 years of Astro City at a high quality. It's that's great. a pretty good fucking run. Yeah. Yeah. Usagi Ujimbo, Stan Sakai. It's been doing that since like 1980. It's a great fucking run, right? Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I don't know if yeah. it necessarily... I mean, it'd be different if it was like a six-issue miniseries that there wasn't going to be anything else. You I, know I, I mean? Think it's like I the mean, idea that they've done these for like a, like yeah. single issues for like a large amount of time. I think like Mazzucchelli and Frank Miller's year one is a, like one of the great runs of comic books. And it's like six issues. Yeah, I don't know if that's a great run. It's a great six issues, but it's not very long. You can't even call it a run. Okay. All right. So we're. I would so disqualify that before I would disqualify. All right. I don't let's, know. All right. Number let's fourteen. On the list. Jason Aaron's Thor. Hmm. I put Simon for quite a. Is is, is Simonson <laughs> above that? Because it should be. Well, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Uh, number 13, John Burns, Fantastic Four. Yep. This one should be higher. Number 12, Jonathan Hickman's Avengers. Uh, above Burns, FF? No. 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 Uh, number 11, Marv Wolfman and George Perez's New Teen Titans. Should be higher. Uh, number 10, Chris Claremont, John Byrne, Cockrum, Uncanny X-Men. 10? This ten? ten. <laughs> Fucking ten? Well, let's see what's ahead of it. Chris is becoming furious. This is making Chris like be like, these should all be top three <laughs> runs. Ten? Should be eight. ten? It can't all be number one, Chris. <laughs> this is the problem with her hyperbole. Ten? You, you ten? rank everything as the greatest thing ever. You can't ever rank things. All right, number nine. Walt Simerson's Thor. Okay. Yeah. Nine. What's <laughs> number eight? Grant Morrison's Batman. No. Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that one. Uh, no. Really it, but fucking I... burn Claremont Cockrum X-Men. Fuck off. Number seven. Grant Morrison, Howard Porter, and John Dell's JLA. No. no. Yeah. Somebody's a big Grant Morrison fan. Number yeah. six, Jack Kirby and Stanley's Fantastic Four. It's in the top ten. Six. No. <laughs> Six. I mean, hey, Burn. Burn called it the number one, right? 
Well, I mean, it's weird. You said someone's a big Morrison fan, but they've picked like the Morrison ones that I'd be like, eh. Uh, we'll keep going here i'm sure number five steve ditko and stanley spider-man i i remember zero about that well that doesn't mean it's not it's the origin of spider-man oh ditko oh okay yeah what the fuck did what did you think i said yeah no i i missed it sorry Number four. Um, no, yeah, like Ditko and 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 Lee's Spider-Man. Yeah, that's yeah, that's top five. <laughs> okay, great. We yeah. got your seal of approval. <laughs> yeah, I'm, glad, I'm sure Stan and Steve are fucking happy. Uh, number <laughs> put, it, put it on the gravestone. Top five. Five. five? <laughs> number four. 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 <laughs> Playoffs? Uh, number four. <laughs> Frank Miller and Klaus Janssen's Daredevil. Yeah, for number sure. Four. Yeah, Hard for to argue. Sure. Number three, Alamore Swamp Thing. Oh, that's an interesting pick. I don't know if I yeah, put sure. it there. Um, it's not an immediate no for me. So it's right? like, I'm kind of like, eh, yeah, yeah, like, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's a little high, but number two, Neil Gaiman Sandman. High. That's high. I don't know, man. I, that's, uh, yeah. Number one, the number one greatest run in the history of comics, according to voters that read CBR.com, John Byrne, Chris Claremont, and Terry Austin's X Men. How is that different from the Uncanny X Men? It's two different, different books. Ugh. Fucking comic book nerds. Well, it's two different books because Cochran was involved in one of them. Well, he did create the characters, right? I don't know. Um, there you go. A, tra- a travesty. Tra- <laughs> Crime has been Do you want to go backwards? want to go the other way a little bit? Just what see are what- weird that those are the top Morrison ones. Yeah, it's a little As weird. As opposed to like Doom Patrol or yeah. Animal Man or like the good the. But I should say, I like Batman. I like those comics. All right, I would not. List. What's not even the best Batman? Here's yeah, good- it's like. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't rank the Morrison runs and be like, "Yeah, JLA is like the Morrison run better than like the Mazzucchelli Miller run." No. (laughs) You want to hear a different list? See how this is comparative. I thought you. I and and whenever you said Ditko, I thought you said Steve Rude, not Steve Ditko. I was like, I don't even remember a Stanley Steve Rude. Steve. I don't think there is a Steve Rude. That would be neat, but I don't remember that one. All right, a different list according to a different website. Um, number 20, X-Men. Now, this is a little more specific. This, okay. this gives you the actual like issues. So number 20, oh, okay. X-Men number 114 through 154 by Grant Morrison. Okay. It's, That's it's number 20. really good, yeah. Uh, number 19, Starman number 1 through 80 
by James then, Robinson. Yeah, I mean, and then we start getting like finite series, but yeah, for sure. Number 18, Why the Last Man, Brian K. Vaughn. Okay. Number 17, Green Lantern Rebirth and Green Lantern, well, Jeff John's Green Lantern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number 16, J- JLA International or Justice League International. Mm-hmm. Number 15. Oh, you know what's crazy? I just realized that, that uh, what, what was the Jeff John's one on the other top 20? Was Green Lantern. Funny yeah. that JSA didn't beat Green Lantern. I really liked his JSA. Yeah, I love yeah. his JSA too. Or I, that now that I'm wrapping my head around that, I'm like, oh, that's... a lot CBR of these are very similar. Are Wait, yeah. is this the same list just on a different? Are website? you reading? Yeah, I mean, when we start getting like Vertigo series, it's like, uh, yeah, I liked Why the Last Man. It's not better than a hundred bullets, which. You Number know, 100 on the list is Cerebus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that seems way low. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I, whatever you feel about Dave Sim, that's fine. But as far as a run of comics, historically, historically 300 important. issues. Historically yeah. important. Yeah. That's a, that's a little low. Number 100. Incredibly yeah. weird on multiple levels. 91, Usagi Yojimbo. Okay. Number 89, The Spirit. Oh, okay. Yeah, can't say no, right? What's on the top five? 89? What's the top five? There's 80. What? I think this is the same list, actually. I don't know. I think think it's actually the same list. They just hate lists. They're like swiped it. Yeah, I think they swiped it. Yeah, because it looks like because it's yeah the top five are the same. Oh, it's uh um whoop, where'd I go? I missed it. I went uh, I went too far. Nah. Yeah, I mean, what's what's your what's your favorite run of comics, Tom? What's your favorite run of comics? Ah, ah, I don't have an answer. I mean, do you have an absolute favorite? I mean, I mean, I know that you love. A huge run of Legion comics. I know that you love several runs of Flash comics. Yeah. I mean, is there like a, a like a four or five year run of comics where you're like, yeah, that was the jam. Um, yeah. That's nope, hard. And I don't have to pick. So, no. I mean, if someone was coming down and they were like, we're going to burn your comics, you can only say, <laughs> <laughs> what ah, would it be? Oh my God. Ah, I don't, uh... And I'm like, oh, I gave them the wrong numbers. I only have like, I got the Mike Barron flash issues. <laughs> I wanted the, <laughs> I wanted the Mark Wade ones. <laughs> I would say, I mean, just you know, like I said, top of my head, the Peter David Hulk gives me the warm and fuzzies more than Mo. Oh, you're 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 the Frank Miller Daredevil guy. I know, I know you're. I I'm in your head. You're Frank Miller Daredevil. Frank Miller Daredevil is the build. If the building is burning down and you have to go in and pick one long box, it's the Frank Miller Daredevil run. Yeah. Right. Right. Right? Yeah, but that's a boring answer. I mean, I, I, I don't, but it's not the wrong answer. 
Well, there's no wrong answer. It's just, I don't know that, like, I'm just trying to say, like, thinking of it as sort of, you said my favorite. So I'm thinking of it in the sense of, like, what, what in my memory of comics that I've read that I can remember any longer sort of brings up the mem- the most joyous sort of memories. Yeah. Fred Miller's terrible run. She-Hulk story. <laughs> She-Hulk. Miller's disorder, volume one. Frank Miller's Daredevil run was like, you know, seminal work. It, tra- it changed yeah. what I thought about comics, all that kind of stuff. Watchmen, obviously. But like just on a sort of like joyous, it wasn't a, like those aren't joyful mm. comics. I don't have memories of reading that and being like, <laughs> wow that really was fun you know like yeah. those are dark yeah like, they're fucking dark yeah they're fucking dark that's comics. what i'm saying like the peter david stuff was like there was some like really really interesting stuff in there but it it was a joy like i remember i couldn't wait to get the next issue of of that's when, amazing when, yeah I, I really really loved that and the grunwald captain america stuff yeah that's those those that period of time was probably the most fun that i can remember like where i couldn't wait to get the next issue i couldn't wait to see batrock the leaper again i couldn't wait (laughs) you know what i mean for the hulkbusters to show up i couldn't you know what i mean like that I yeah. Daredevil, obviously, that was a different fucking kind of serpent thing. society. Oh, I fucking love the serpent right? society. Yeah, right? absolutely, man. Yeah, <laughs> love that. Love that whole era yeah. of of stuff. You know, I think I certainly have fond memories of the Daredevil stuff, and 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 that because it, that was something that as I was I was growing older, it was growing older with me, mm-hmm. and it was getting more mature and serious, and you know, changed. Mm-hmm. I think more than anything, it it allowed me to still love comics. Yeah. But it was different mm-hmm. as, like, I don't know, when was that Peter David run? Like, what, do you guys know off the top of your head when the that 80s. was? 80s. Yeah, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I think I was a little younger, probably, yeah. and I just, I don't know. I just remember that very fondly. I haven't read you know, it in a long time. We, we, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about, um, you know, what was the last great Spider-Man story that you remember? And I started, you know, looking through them. And I was like, you know, probably the last, like, great Spider-Man story that I was, like, seriously vested in was Craven's Last Hunt. No, yeah, I remember I was talking about that, yeah. Right? With, you know, with, with Zach. And that's one that, you know, that might have been, like, the last, like, great Spider-Man story for me was Craven's Last Hunt. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'd have to go back and look, really. That's I, a great I, run. Right? I haven't read Spider-Man in a long time, but that's certainly one of the last ones that I remember. The, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, well, we were talking about sort of, you know, when was the last time a, a major character's run was really impactful on that character? Oh, Brubaker's Bru- Bru- Captain America run? Yeah, the creation of Bucky. Yeah. Right, you know, recreating that, the Winter Soldier you know, and all that. Yeah, yeah. you know. That's so I think, Bru- yeah, Brubaker kind of redefined Cap and Bucky and the Winter Soldier through that entire run, and that's having obvious, you know, uh, ripple effects. But yeah, it's yeah, Brubaker. You know, his his Captain America run that was kind of like the last, like def- redefining 
character run that I remember. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I, I mean, there, there just isn't that many anymore. I don't think. I mean, it just doesn't really happen where like these stories are that uh, seismic. You don't have mm-hmm. the giant shifts in like something amazing. Hey, I don't know. I don't know why that is. I don't know why that doesn't necessarily really happen that much. I mean, I guess it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. And, and the, you know, the creators years and years and years ago had an easier time of coming up with things that were, because they were the first to do it with a character. Right. You know I mean, like, have you guys read this yet? I have not. Um, so I'm holding up for the audio audience. It's a uh, fantastic for full circle by Alex Ross. Um, let's talk about that. Is that a hardcover? It is. It's so nice. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, it's a very different artistic style for Alex Ross. Very Kirby-esque. Um, yeah, he is leaning into the uh, the Kirby Lee FF. And... We can talk about it after you guys read it, but what I found interesting is that it is not Alex Ross's take on the Fantastic Four. It is Alex Ross's take on Lee and Kirby's Fantastic Four. It's He's definitely embracing that 1960s storytelling. He updates it a little bit, um, but it's absolutely a love letter. Love letter. Yeah. yeah. And it's good. It's fun. It's really cool. Um, but it is Alex Ross writing and drawing a love letter to the Lee Kirby FF of the 60s. I mean, it, it is literally even like this takes place between this issue and this issue. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know... Uh... He's a terrific artist, but um, you know, I think it's his most of his work is inspired by the things he loved when he was a kid, and he, oh, he's never been necessarily yeah. the most innovative in the sense of like he has an unabashed prayer map to the uh super friends, which he's talked about, you know, ad nauseum, and you know, Kirby Lee, you know, early stuff, yeah, he's. You know, he's doing stuff that is very, you know, has a reverence to you know, 1950s, 1960s, you know, 70s comic books. Yep. Yep. Read it. It's good, though. Yeah, maybe. Oh, it's good. You'll enjoy it. it. It's fun. It's fun. I don't even like comic books anymore. Fuck off. They're just, they're just, <laughs> they're really not that good. Yeah, there's some good stuff out there. All right. Are we done with this fiasco? Yeah. Yes. Have we I done enough? So. Have we talked enough? It's yeah. late. It's very late. Oh, three old guys. Three old guys talk comics. All right. If you enjoyed this, and I know You're, you did, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, you should check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash around comics or free with a Samsung phone, or apparently free with a Samsung phone. 
Um, but yeah, throw us a few ducats and uh, we appreciate it. It uh, helps us keep the lights on and you will get such amazing content as Tom versus. And uh, what, what, now we're done with K-Billy Super Sounds because um, Film Force 5 is now its own creature. I have a new music uh, Patreon that we're going to start doing called AC uh, Audio Files. What? It's going to be amazing. You're doing what? Yeah. What is it me called? And one of, me and one of my best buddies uh, at work, we're going to exchange uh, one of our favorite records every week, and then we're going to talk about it. Oh, God. It's going to be amazing. Has this been approved by the council of... The board? TCB? The, the studio? Board, the, is it board approved? I don't, I don't believe this has been passed by the board yet. Tom, did I don't you... Know. We're doing it. We're doing I haven't heard anything. Is this, has this friend been given our brand guidelines? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's got the style guide. He's not been vetted. He is not. This friend has not been vetted. First, first strike against him. He's a friend of yours. <laughs> You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. It's awesome. Wait, it's you talking about your musical tastes? Oh, I can't. And wait. his. And his. God, that's gonna be riveting. <laughs> How many shitty 90s bands am I going to fucking hear about? And Tom, are we ready to do uh, two old guys sex talk tires. about comics? Yeah, sex ties, one through, one through one, four. One, one through, like, one. I'm afraid to search for sex stars. Sex stars, not sex stars. Sex stars. Got it, buddy. Sex stars. Sex stars. Sex stars. 1976 film directed by Leech. <laughs> of course there is. Sex stars. Sex stars. <laughs> stars Shirley Clark, Georgia Spelvin, and Honey Stevens. Sex stars. One word. No, I got two words. Hour 20. An exploitive behind-the-scene view of the people who make sexual fantasies come true on the silver screen. That sounds better than that shitty comic you guys are going to talk about. It I mean, is a say. shitty comic. It is a tor terrible comic. But we're going to have fun with it. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah. That's all, yeah. All right. All right. So, enjoy In all of that and more. Oh. We'll be back. Uh, we have ACTV this week. Are we doing ACTV this week? Bears Packers Sunday night, buddy. I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Unless we do You're it early. what? You're going to watch that fucking shit show. I got to. Come on. Bears won. Packers lost. I got. It's the only hope I have. In they're, a, both, in, they're both in a not shitty very good season. Teams. They're both not very good teams. In a, in a fucking terrible season that I'm guaranteed to be miserable. So we're going to do I have a glimmer of early on Sunday this week. And uh, you can uh, get that by uh, being a Patreon member. Then we'll be back next Thursday. I figure it's a win-win. More if comments. Bears, if the Bears somehow win this game, it's... That's My something. life becomes amazing. But if, you but understand if, but that, right? When Aaron Rodgers like rips the heart out of Bears fans, at least it's over early and I can go back to ignoring yeah. the Bears. So You don't live in fucking Wisconsin. No. Why would I? The, the, whatever happens on Sunday is going to impact me personally. Personally. You, you moved there. I know. I didn't tell you to. 
Eh, don't blame me. I don't know. Even Tom got out of there. He was born there. Yeah. He lived in Green Bay. He loves people yeah. there, and he left. <laughs> <laughs> Could not wait. Could not wait to get out of there. We we got to get a, a get together somewhere. I say Milwaukee, but uh... <laughs> yeah, easy for you. How about you come down this way, huh? There's two of us. All we'll right. meet you. We'll meet you in Oak Park. Yeah, that's that's we, halfway. You know, you know what we need to do, and I, and I mean this in all seriousness. We need to reach out and and do a uh, a, a special episode at Dark Tower. At Dark Tower, yeah. Go back to our roots. Yeah, we a should flashback. do a Dark Tower episode. I'll do that. I don't care. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be a hoot. We need to do it like a like a free comic book day. Or well, something. if we're gonna do that though, we have to like let actually... them know that we're coming. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but we have to like let you know. If are there any? Is there anyone left in Chicago from the old like I all think, the people? No. Yeah. Sure. For Seeley, sure. Yeah. Feely's still around. Seeley, yeah. Norton. Norton. Yeah. A few people. Hillary. I mean, if we're gonna do, we gotta kind of try and make an a, at least a little event. Yeah, we should do that. We should do a we should do a Dark Tower live from Dark Tower. Live from Dark Tower. Throwback. Yeah. Throwback episode. I'm in. I got nothing right. to do. All right, let's do. It. Yeah, let's. I'll talk to. We'll 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 bring up Mark, and uh, and do it. I'm just. I I don't think my liver can handle drinking like we used to in those. Wow. Days. Wow. Yeah. Dude. Those were those were those were days. Yeah, those were those were serious drinking hours. Yeah, those, those yeah, yeah, that would be okay. Let's plan it. All right, that's great. Okay. We we will be back next Thursday. Um, uh, what's our new trade talk? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, volume one. Volume one. League one. Okay, come back for that. And I'm back. Commandy, yeah. Commandy issues oh, one through twenty. Commandy <laughs> <laughs> Come for that in uh, about a month. Check it out. It's on the Hoopla uh, or go to your local comic book store. Um, we'll be back next Thursday talking about more comics and other stuff. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in Thunder Comics. Comics.